Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Earl Time Podcast. I'm Earl Austin Jr., and of course, we'll be talking high school basketball in the state of Missouri here. And uh, this is episode number 11, number three of the brand new year, 2024. And uh, of course, we're really getting into it. A lot of conference play going on around the state and a lot of excitement as we build up towards, of course, what's going to be an exciting postseason in the next month or so as well. Plenty to talk about, but of course, some uh, what we're going to do for First is uh, uh, thank our sponsors for the show, uh, TW Constructors, Todd Weaver. We always appreciate his support for the Earl Time podcast. And also I want to uh, once again thank our very young and talented, very talented producer, Richard Austin Jr., who's the producer of the show and takes care of the music and uh, does a great job of trying to make me sound good on this podcast. Of course, he's a young YouTuber with his own channel, King Fling. He's got well over 8,000 subscribers, is a great gamer, and it's very entertaining to watch so if you get a chance check out Richard's uh, YouTube goes by King Bling well I'm out on the road here with the St. Louis University Billikens I'm sitting in my hotel room we're in Richmond Virginia and uh, of course this is uh, part of uh, uh, the Earl Austin Bob Ramsey the Earl and Rammer uh, tour all across the country uh, very ambitious we decided to be on the road we're doing we did four games in uh, uh, three different cities in five days, four games in five days in three cities. Of course, we broadcasted the St. Louis U Dayton game at Dayton on Tuesday. They flew back. And then on uh, Thursday, uh, we did a Lindenwood uh, game but against SIU Edwardsville for ESPN+. Plus. Got a, that on Thursday night. Got a 6 a.m. flight to Richmond. And then uh, for a St. Louis U VCU game, Back to another 6 a.m. flight on Saturday and uh, back to Lindenwood on Saturday afternoon for Lindenwood and Eastern Illinois. So uh, don't try this at home, kids. <laughs> it's grueling for two old men, but we love basketball. This is what we do. It's a lot of fun as well, but don't try this at home. <laughs> it's a pretty taxing. But uh, once again, we'll talk a little high school ball as well. Like I said, I'm here in Virginia talking uh, high school basketball as well. I'm going to talk a little bit about the girls in our first segment here. We had a couple of tournaments. We'll work, start on the west side of the state. First, the Pleasant Hill tournament uh, took place and uh, they didn't conclude with a winner because weather uh, kind of took over as well. It was going to be a championship game between Notre Dame de Sion and Grandview, but that game was canceled. But each team got to play uh, uh, two games. I got a chance to watch several of the games on the stream. Notre Dame de Sion is a very talented team, a lot of good underclassmen as well. They have a young lady named Taylor Smith, a five foot ten junior forward. Excellent ball player plays inside but she steps out and hits 15 footers and uh, a strong uh, tough physical young player but plays with some finesse too around that basket. They have a good point guard two good point guards. One is Abby Went, the 5'9 junior she can play the point, she can play the shooting guard as well. A good athlete passes the ball, also shoots and drives well. And Taryn Ford a 5'5 junior point guard as well. She's a good floor leader really distributes the basketball well and uh, does a nice job hitting open shots. She's done a nice job of uh, uh, recuperating from an injury last year that cost her part of the season and most of the summer. So she's doing well coming back off of that injury. They have a good freshman, too, I like, named Sydney Blaine. She's a 5'9 wing player, really good slasher, good athlete, and uh, uh, really provides some energy and uh, does a good job. A lot of activity 
everybody on the court. Grandview out of Kansas City is a very good team as well. They have a good uh, couple of versatile athletes up front. Jada Smith, a 5'10", kind of a small forward, swing player, uh, really shoots the ball with deep range. She, she has logo range and not afraid to turn it loose from well past the three-point line. They have a young lady named Shariah Wright, who's a six foot, six one senior, versatile player. She puts it on the floor. She's got good spin moves, good footwork around the basket. Does an excellent job uh, in the post, and also like you say, can face the basket. And a young lady named Mariah Tucker, a five nine sophomore, one of the top sophomores, class of twenty twenty sixes in the Kansas City area. She can shoot the ball well, as well as handle the ball, and is a good playmaker. And they have a young lady named Micah Kirkwood, a five four sophomore with good quickness and speed in the open court and she provided a little dramatics she had a shot at the buzzer to beat Notre Dame, to beat uh, St. Michael the Archangel uh, by one point in one of those games in the tournament so Grandview with a very talented team St. Michael the Archangel the aforementioned has a two very talented underclassmen good young players the future is bright they got a young lady named Ava Pratt a six foot uh, a freshman uh, but she plays anywhere and everywhere on the court she's a kind of a wing player but she she can drive that basketball she goes left she goes right sometimes I watch her play I don't know if she's right or left-handed because she shoots with both hands uh, pretty uh, effectively she can shoot the three-pointer she can also do a good playmaker facilitator setting up teammates as well she's one of the best players in the class of 2027 one of the top five or six I would say excellent ball player and another young lady a sophomore named Ella Medlin a five foot eight guard who I watched earlier this summer as well and she's a very talented offensive player fearless on the drive has three-point range as well and can handle the basketball as well Pleasant Hill the host team they have a very good junior named uh, Cheney Gray who was impressive shooting the basketball she had four threes in one of the games I watched against Pembroke Hill then they have a lot of youth on the team they play a lot of freshmen Miley Layton is a freshman forward who is very active scores in side and was blocking shots and Maddie Joe Manford and Corey Grove are a couple of other uh, 2027s who are playing as well so this is a team that's kind of building toward the future Pembroke Hill I've talked about before in uh, earlier shows as an outstanding young point or uh, young she's a first senior now Holly Woods five foot four point guard feisty on the defense but a very talented offensive player who doesn't mind getting in the paint going up against the taller girls getting baskets and rebounds and also she has a nice game offensively on the perimeter she can break down defenders hit threes and kind of uh you know just break off with a nice step back move crossover and does those things as well that's a look at the pleasant hill tournament now we're gonna stay west we're gonna talk a little bit about the kearney tournament it came down to a couple of teams in liberty missouri and it was liberty north one of the best teams in the state in class six uh they ended up winning the championship and they beat liberty in the finals pretty handily. Liberty was led by, excuse me, Liberty North was led by Kennedy Herrig, uh, an excellent sophomore. Uh, we've talked, excuse me, a senior. She's headed to Western Illinois, scored 15 points. She's a good all-around player, scores when she needs to, has to, but she does a good job. Unselfish players setting up her teammates. And they also got good play from their two excellent sophomores, Alex Couch, an excellent athlete, and Millie Perry, a versatile uh, 
have combo guard as well. The, such a good all-around team, Liberty North. As I said, one of the best in the in the state. And that's their second tournament win as well. They won their own tournament, of course, in an exciting game against Staley, uh, another top team from Kansas City as well. Liberty is a team that's got some pretty good young players as well. One young lady who really stands out as a uh, freshman named Hadley Gravett, a six-foot freshman, uh, kind of a, kind of does a little bit of everything. Kind of kind of like I talked about Ava Pratt from St. Michael. Hadley's another one. She's six feet, but she's very comfortable on that perimeter, handling the basketball. She can shoot it from three, uh, runs the fast break well, and then she can go inside and use her size. She made the all-tournament team. They had another freshman guard named Elise Norman, which was very effective as well. So that's a look at what's going on on the Kansas City side. Coming back to St. Louis, of course, we had a tremendous uh, event, uh, which I previewed in the last show was the Sweet Hoops uh, Girl Showcase. It was a uh, uh, held at Harris-Stowe State uh, College University in St. Louis. And it was very impressed. Well, I was impressed that it was uh, the gym was packed pretty much most of the day. And this is when it was really, really starting to get really cold in St. Louis. Some snow on the ground, but some bitter cold temperatures. But uh, kudos to a lot of the girls' basketball fans to come out and support Chandra Palmer, who's the director of the event, her uh, tremendous uh, girls' basketball showcase. Five games around the St. Louis, some of the top teams teams programs in St. Louis, a few outside of the area. Of course, the main event was uh, Lutheran uh, St. Charles, the Class 5A champion from 2023, taking on Incarnate Word Academy, the Class 16 champion, and coming in on a 112-game winning streak. Well, it's 113 now because Incarnate came away with a big win. Uh, they defeated Lutheran St. Charles. The score was uh, 74-52. It was pretty good the first quarter, very entertaining. 18 to 18, 19-18 was the score. Lutheran was holding their own good ball movement, knocking down shots. And uh, it was both teams were just trading buckets. And then Incarnate Word just turned up the defense and stretched the lead to seven by halftime and then really ran away with it in the third quarter and showed why they're one of the best teams, not only in the state, the best team in the state, but one of the best teams in the country. Nevaeh uh, Caffey, a young lady, outstanding junior point guard, had 16 points. She played very little of the first half with foul trouble, but she made up for it in the second half, scored all of her points, and of course played that stellar defense, hit some tough shots in the paint, left-hand scoop shots in traffic for and ones, pull-up jump shots, and uh, really showed her talent. Uh, also, the other good player, Peyton Hill, a 5'10 junior, had a very nice game, scored 10 points, was very active, used her athleticism in, around the basket, getting in the paint, jumping, shooting over smaller defenders, knocking down 15-foot jumpers off the catch. She was very impressive as well, as was uh, Kaylin James. She really shot the ball well. Had some nice drives to the basket as well. She's headed to Northern Iowa, of course. And uh, one of the youngsters, Addie Owen, a 5'4", mighty might, as we call the smaller players. She's so quick, so tenacious defensively, but Addie really showed some offensive chops in this game. Scored 11 points. Hit a couple of frees, a couple of nice pull-up jump shots, one in transition, another off the high ball screen. Excellent play player as well. Uh, Does a nice job. So, Incarnate 
forward, keep that streak alive. A couple of good young players I, I enjoyed for Lutheran St. Charles, they're good sophomores. Kennedy Stowers had 18 points. She's a 6'2 forward. Uh, really is very good inside. She's that's that's one of you know that's kind of what she does. But she stepped out, hit a nice 15 footer on the baseline. She ran the court, got some transition buckets off rim runs, and just kind of expanding her game. And uh, Kyrie Franklin, really a small five five point guard, uh, was a starter on their state championship game last year. Showed nice quickness, dribble penetration, had some nice drop offs and layups. And of course, Jordan Spicer, the six two junior. Uh, early on, she had a couple of nice long three-point shots is what she does. On this day, I was very impressed with Jordan's passing. She really has good court vision, nice feel for where her teammates are. Made some nice lead passes from the backcourt, 30, 40, 50-foot passes, catching teammates in stride, one-hand uh, passes, catching her teammates in stride, uh, knocking down layups and stuff. So that part of the game was really uh, uh, showed well on this particular day against Incarnate Word. Another close game, a couple of competitive games. One was Lift for Life Academy against Huntsville Lee. Uh, Lift for Life won by three, but this was a 19-point game. Lift for Life ran out to a big lead, but uh, Huntsville Huntsville Lee out of Alabama kind of reeled him in in the second half, and it was a one-point game at one time, but Lift for Life able to uh, uh, pull up, not pull away, but to hold off a good team from Alabama. Lift for Life on this day, it was Diamond Polk uh, was the, the player of the game. She scored 18 points, and she really got out of the gate quick. Scored 10 points in the first quarter, a couple of three-points, pointers, transition jumper. She's got a nice, smooth game, kind of plays at her own pace, and she's part of that Polk family that's been part of St. Louis basketball since the 80s. I believe her dad, Dwayne Polk, played at Sodan and played a, played uh, Division One basketball. And Dwayne Polk Jr. played at uh, St. Louis University. Was a great player at Vashon and Diamond uh, is another uh, in that mode. An excellent uh, young ball player for Lift for Life as well. She was the player of the game. A big uh, rematch they called it: Pattonville versus Vashon. They met in this event last year, and Vashon defeated Pattonville in a very competitive game. Well, this year, Pattonville defeats uh, Vashon, another strong competitive game. It was tied late, but Pattonville with a few weapons, a few key plays down the stretch, and they came away with the victory. They were led by Zoe Newland, the 5'7 guard, was the player of the game. She led the team in scoring. Zoe's one of the best one-on-one ISO players. She gets the ball, and uh, she's got good moves with the dribble, can break people down and pull up for the jumper and get to the basket. Very enjoyable player to watch. Kennedy Horton, the 6'1 junior, had a very solid game as well. She really ran the court well, finished around the basket with both hands, really plays the game well, facing the basket. And Brooke Boyce, the daughter of head coach Donnie Boyce, plays just a solid all-around game. She's one of the better all-purpose players in the St. Louis area. Vashon was led by Tutu Clayton, Chantrell Clayton, of course, had 20 points and uh, uh, another entertaining uh, offensive player. She's kind of carrying the load this year while they're bringing along some young players. Of course, they had a couple of really good players, Lamila Bush and Rachel Jones, who were part of that state championship game last year. Of course, Bush is now at Link Academy, and Rachel's at UMKC. 
see. So uh, Tutu is now picking up a big load, not only the scoring, but the leadership and facilitating for a young team as they look to uh, make some uh, hay down the road in March. So I don't count out for Sean as of yet. In the very first game, Principia defeated East St. Louis in probably the most individual, the most dominant individual performance of the whole shootout was by freshman standout Deja Scott, the 6'2 forward from Principia, led the Panthers with 37 points, 16 rebounds. And the young lady just does it all, not only inside, but she's leading the break. Uh, diamond up kids with nice uh, passes for layups and uh, just plays uh, just plays the entire court as well and just another dominant performance by the young freshman the best freshman in the state and one of the best in the country also a, a battle of Illinois versus Ladue it was uh, versus St. Louis it was uh, Chatham Glenwood out of the Springfield area defeated Ladue Chatham Glenwood is a very talented freshman I enjoyed watching Lexi Newman a six foot forward scored 22 points very good fun fundamentals inside, but she was also a good secondary ball handler and really passes the ball well. Uh, Ledoux is a nice freshman. I, I like this the first time seeing her. Tamara Curry, a 5'11 forward, just a freshman, and she handles the ball well, but she's very good inside. She's got good length, block shots, rebounds, and can score around that basket. She's averaging a double-double, but they're, they're main players. They got good seniors. Maya Mann is a 5'7 senior, can really shoot the basketball from the perimeter, and Raven Thomas is also a very talented senior guard. Journey Williams is their point guard. That's the sophomore. Plenty of speed in the open court. So that's what's going on with the girls here. We're going to talk about the boys' action. First, we're going to talk about what's going on with Prep Hoops, Missouri. A word from Prep Hoops. Basketball season is here. And if you want the best statewide coverage, check out our websites, Prep Hoops Missouri and Prep Girls Hoops Missouri. Whether it's in the big cities or small towns or class one all the way up to class six, our Prep Hoops websites will cover the action on a year-round basis with evaluations and player rankings. And make sure to take advantage of our special deal where you can get 30% off your first subscription. Just enter Earl Time 30 in the coupon code and get your discount and follow the great players of the Show Me State. If a kid's got game, Prep Hoops and Prep Girls Hoops Missouri as your name. Get your subscription today. And welcome back to the Earl Time Podcast, sponsored by TW Constructors. Now we're going to talk about some of the boys' tournament action, which I saw over the week. And we're going to go back to Kearney High School. We did the girls earlier, and we're going to talk about the boys' tournament. And the host Kearney uh, Bulldogs won the championship, uh, defeated all their opponents, including uh, Platte County in the last game. They beat Summit Christian, pretty Smithville as well. Kearney's a very solid team. I saw them earlier this season as well uh, in the Savannah tournament. They got to the championship game, losing to a good Maryville team, but this time they came out on top. Good balance. They have a 6'1 guard named Davin Hanna, who's a senior, who's a three-year starter. He's an excellent shooter, plays good defense, takes charges, handles the ball, but can really fill up the basket when he's really going right. They also have some good uh, underclassmen as well. Harvey Sayon is a 6'3 junior uh, wing player, full of energy and activity. He's got a great motor. Hit a couple of big three-point shots as well, but he loves to attack the basket, defends the ball, and just plays at full tilt boogie as I like to say Aiden Sally is a 6'6 junior a long uh, thin wing player kind of a small forward he can also stretch kind of play a stretch four at the high school level really excuse me shoots the ball well from three-point range and can also put it on the floor and score as well and Drew Wilson 
is a 6'2", kind of a guard forward, but he does well inside, strong, can play the high post, go inside and score, and he can also step out and handle the ball and pass it. So Kearney, a team to watch down the road. Platte County is a team, uh, have a good, impressive young player. He's a senior now named Judah Vigneri, who's 6'4". I saw him about two, three years ago when he was a young player at one of our Prep Hoops events in Kansas City, and he's really grown as a player. He's about 6'4 now, and he can really shoot the ball. He's, he's dependent upon the score about 20 a game, but they also depend on him to facilitate and really get others involved in the offense. And, you know, he's the mark man on by the other team's defense, but he still does a nice job of a scoring at all three levels. An impressive young team to watch is Summit Christian. Of course, they made it to the Final Four a couple of years ago, and they've kind of restocked uh, the, the roster with some good, talented young players. Very impressive. Uh, they got a young man named Max Rieger, who's a junior. He's been starting since he was a freshman. Uh, he's averaged more than 20 points a game in this tournament. He really shoots the three well, but he can also get to the basket. A very uh, versatile offensive threat. They have a very good uh, sophomore named Carter Jeffries in the game I watched. He really shot it well from three-point range. He had four threes in the game. I believe it was against Smithville. Has good length as well and uh, does an excellent job uh, on both ends of the court as does uh, Rieger. Rieger is a good defensive player as well. They also have a young man named Michael Thomas the third, who's a 6'5 freshman who's one of the top freshmen in the state in the class of 2027. He's got good length rebounds the ball, can block shots but he's also versatile. He'll catch the ball off the glass and take it coast to coast and make a good pass or take it all the way for the layup. Long, tall lefty. He's got a lot of ups side and somebody to watch in the future and of course I like the big guys they got a big guy in the middle that they bring off the bench named Cash Pritchard he's about 6'5 6'6 got a big body knows how to use it very physical player around the basket St. Joe Lafayette another team that I watched at Kearney of course they made it to the final four last year finished third in the class 4A state tournament they graduated so many key players led by Camden Bennett off that team so the young man really stepping into a prime role after playing more of a reserve role last year is Antonio Williams, a 6'2 junior guard. Uh, he's really emerged into, like I say, a prime role, a slashing left-handed uh, scoring guard who can knock down the open three-point shot, but he really does a nice job getting to the basket. He's kind of got that uh, shifty game, herky-jerky. He can keep guys off balance, and he's left-handed as well. Very nice offensive player who's coming into his own as a junior as well. A young man named Ethan Zeit, who uh, really uh, shot the ball well in the game I watched. I believe he scored 21 points, knocked down three-point shots, and uh, showed some good offensive ability. And a nice uh, point guard named uh, Kyson Robertson as well ran the show, did a nice job penetrating, finding the open man. Smithville was the other team I watched. They have a very nice uh, 6'4", a senior, and uh, his name is... uh, Excuse me, Toby Ford, very good player, um, impressive uh, a shooter. He's been there for three or four, three years now, and uh, excellent. He's really 
got into the prime role this year as well. Very good player. Can really, really shoot it from the perimeter. Watched him a lot during the summer, too, with the pack squad out of uh, the Kansas area. So that's a look at what's going on in Kansas City. There's going to be some other tournaments I'm going to be looking at this week for next week's show. Uh, we got the CW Stressman Tournament. I believe it's at Liberty High School in North Kansas City is hosting a tournament. And the Summit Grill at Lee Summit High School. So a lot to look at in the Kansas City area uh, in the late January on the tournament front. Coming back to mid-Missouri, there was a tournament, the California Tournament, which... Uh, had a had a very exciting championship game. You had a it was an interesting matchup. You had Class Two Eugene taking on Class I believe Class Five Capital City, and the game went to two overtimes, back and forth, high scoring game. And Eugene won the game seventy nine seventy seven on a buzzer shot by a six four junior named Isaac Bush, and kind of fitting that he made the last shot because he was great in the two games I watched. He's six four forward. And whatever you needed to, to do to score, he could do it. You can put him in the post, he can score. You put him at the high post, he can knock down jump shots or put it on the floor. He can also hit the three-point shot. And he was a good rebounder as well and a passer. The young man did it all. I was very impressed with watching him. Ethan Wunderlich is another very impressive young player for Eugene. He's a six-one sophomore. He can play the point guard, but he was also uncomfortable at the high post inside, and he was really shooting it from three. He had it going from three-point range. He's just a good all-around player. The third player that was really good for Eugene was Justice Allen, a five foot ten junior guard who's very aggressive, does a nice job just playing with a high motor. He can also shoot the ball and just drive the basketball as well. Eugene's a team that's going to be very good to watch in class too, and not only this year, but the next uh, couple of years with this young talent that they have on the on the roster. Very good, very good team as well. Capital City, like you said, they got some pretty good offensive players. I've talked about Amon Cassetti, a 6'3 senior who can really shoot the ball. He had about a dozen threes throughout the three-game tournament. Catches, step backs, off the dribble, just a creative offensive player. And a young man named uh, Imran Din Gabisi, a six-foot senior guard who's really emerged as one of the top offensive players in the mid-Missouri area. It's always good to see new names kind of pop up. And he averaged close to 20 in that tournament. He's a tough three-level scorer who can drive it. Very difficult because he can beat you off the dribble with his speed, but then he can pull up from three. Makes it very tough to guard. Young, young, One of the younger players in the tournament that really showed well, especially in the championship game, was Grady Payton, a 6'7 forward, just a sophomore. Had 18 points in the finals. He can really stretch the floor with his three-point shooting. Also block shots as well and can handle it a little bit. Young man has got a pretty good future as one of the top young players, I think, in the mid-Missouri area. 6'7", sophomore. And then Nehemiah Hamilton, a senior, kind of holds it all together as a point guard. Just a physical, uh, tough defensive guard who can get you a bucket when needed and also handle the ball and distribute it as well. Team that finished third was the California Pintos, the host team. They defeated Mobley, and uh, they were led by a young man named Aiden Bryant, who I was impressed with. The young man 
<laughs> he must play track or football because he goes, gets the ball, and he's going. A lot of speed, a lot of motor, loves to attack in the open court and got a lot going for him in this game, in that third-place game. A couple other players that look pretty good. Brooks Volker, who is a junior uh, guard, handles the ball, really passed it well. And Gavin Butler, a 6'2 senior, big, strong-bodied kid, very solid, kind of plays at his own pace, doesn't get sped up, even hit an open three-point shot and just played a nice, solid, all-around game. I was very impressed with what he was able to do. Good player. Moberly is another team that finished in fourth place, and uh, they had a good player that just uh, is impressed with off the bench named B.J. Goudreau. He's a junior, about 6'1", 6'2". He was instant offense. Uh, he gets the ball and gets to that, gets to his spots very well, gets to the elbow, knocks down the mid-range jump shot, or can get into the lane, get you a finger roll or a layup or draw a foul. And he was in double digits throughout the tournament. And as a other sophomore named Cameron Dubrava, a 6'2 uh, sophomore, had a good freshman year last year, averaging about 10 a game. Has very good shooting range uh, from uh, from three point from deep. Really can shoot it. Impressive young man. So uh, that was a look at what was going on with the California tournament. A couple of other teams from the southwest part of the state that won championships uh, this past week uh, in the Seymour tournament. Some pretty good small school teams, but it was. Springfield Catholic uh, winning that tournament. They defeated Bakersville in the championship. And in the Skyline tournament, uh, Wablo uh, wins another tournament. It's their second, I believe their second tournament. They won their own Doug Lore Classic during the Christmas break uh, championship. And uh, they won it pretty handily. And they won the Skyline tournament pretty handily as well, led by outstanding senior guard uh, Gage Johnson and a very talented crew around him as well. Of course, in the Southwest area, the big tournament was the Bass Pro Tournament of Champions. And uh, if you had a chance to watch it, of course, you saw some of the best players and best teams in the country uh, getting after it. And uh, uh, it's always a big part of the, the season going at uh, in the Southwest part of the state, uh, at the Missouri State University, packed crowds as well. And uh, Paul VI out of the Virginia was the champion of the tournament. This is the third time they've won the championship. They're ranked only the top one or two teams in the country. Several players going Division One, guys going to Duke, Connecticut, you name it. And uh, they beat a very good McKetron team out of Georgia for the championship. McKetron's led by, of course, Ace Bailey, who's ranked as high as number one in the country, depending on what recruiting uh, uh, service you look at. Very good player as well. As far as local and in-state teams from Missouri, Vashon had the best finish. They were 2-1, and one, and they finished in fifth place in the tournament. They defeated Rainier Beach uh, in the fifth place game, and they had three players that average in double figures, but their, t- their 6'8 junior forward, Nicholas Randall, who they call Butter, uh, made the all-tournament team, and uh, he did a nice job averaging 11 points and nine rebounds in the tournament. His best game came against Glendale in the consolation. He had 17 points and 11 rebounds. Of course, their junior backcourt of Trey Williams and Christian Williams uh, both averaged uh, in double figures. Trey Williams averaged 13 points a game, and Christian Williams, who they call Mouse, averaged 12 points a game, uh, two of the top guards in the state, and of course, one of the best backcourt tandems in the state of Missouri as well. And Springfield Central 
were one and two, but they won the last game, the finished seventh place against Glendale. But a big part highlight was senior guard Tyreek Brooks uh, won the slam dunk contest. Not surprising there. He's one of the most explosive players and entertaining players to watch in the state of Missouri. So uh, that's kind of a look at what was going on uh, with the boys. Of course, there'll be plenty more to talk about next week, as well as with more tournament action and some more uh, late season shootouts around the state of Missouri. We'll also mix in some college uh, hoops for you as well. So that's going to wrap up another edition of the Earl Time Podcast. I'm here in uh, Richmond, Virginia, of course, on the Earl Austin and Bob Ramsey uh, uh, college basketball broadcast tour um, for, like I said earlier, five, four games in five days in uh, three different states and time zones. Had a great time and of course had a great time spending some time talking some high school basketball with you in the state of Missouri. Of course, we'd like to thank our sponsor, TW Constructors, and of course our very talented and young producer, Richard Austin Jr. Until next time, we'll be talking to you soon.